Welcome to the fattest girl in the room. This is a podcast about being a fat girl in a not so fat friendly world. I learned a thing today, (laughs) which is not relevant at all to this podcast episode, but I'm going to tell you anyway, I learned that I can listen to music and record a podcast at the same time through Zencaster. (laughs) And you, it doesn't record the music, but it does record me talking, which is really not relevant like I said, to this episode at all, except for that I could theoretically be listening to music right now and you would have no idea. Also, I guess I could have done that if I had like headphones on my, you know, connected to like my iPod and I was whatever, doesn't matter. So maybe on another episode, I will, sorry, I'm just adjusting the mic because I feel like it's super loud. Uh, Maybe on another episode, I will be listening to music and you won't even know it, but probably not. (laughs) Okay, so let's actually to the topic. Let's not beat around the bush. I did start podcasting. This this episode is obviously called Fat Girl Talking. We're going to be talking about podcasting. And I did start podcasting because I was fat, not like because I was fat, as in like I wanted to talk about being fat. And so I started podcasting. I mean, I obviously do that now, but um, because the alternative, which is like a YouTube channel or like running an Instagram account or whatever required like a visual component and I'm like not picture friendly. I just don't think I'm photogenic and also I'm fat. (laughs) So so I... um, I could tell you these like same stories that I tell you and whatever in front of a camera with my face like showing it and actually it might be more like engaging for you, but I'm just like not there yet. You know, I'm like not at that level where I'm like comfortable enough to do that, which I think is totally fair. But before we get like too far into this topic that we're going to talk about finding a voice in podcasting, just finding a voice in general. Um, if you are new around here and most people are because it's like episode number two after me, like coming back, I am Tay. I'm your hostess with the mostess and the blogger behind Hello Tay. Um, I started blogging because I love finding and sharing cute clothes for fat people. <laughs> and somehow it morphed into this like cathartic thing where I do, which ends up me talking to a microphone in an empty porch, hoping the neighbors don't hear me. They probably do. <sighs> I hope they don't. Um, I also want to take a minute before we get too far into this to say that this podcast is marked as explicit. Um, that's because sometimes we talk about sex, vaginas, and other like wild topics that people sometimes don't like or they think is inappropriate. <laughs> um, and also because there might or might not be swearing. I'm not like a big, I don't really swear a lot. I might swear a little bit. I say things like shit and stuff. I'm not like a big swearer though, but I do open the floor for my guests and so, and I let them say whatever they need to say because whatever, I'm not censoring them. So, um, you have been warned if you're not, and I do say this because I do know that there are teenagers that listen to this podcast. So 
if a teenager's mom finds this podcast on their phone, I told them <laughs> that they should tell you that they're listening first. Yeah, tell your mom. Anyway, okay. Back back to back to the topic. Continuing on my journey of like reintroducing slash introducing myself, I thought I would talk about like why, how and why I ended up podcasting in the first place and like how you can find your own voice, I think is where I'm going with this. <laughs> and how um and how podcasting has helped and continues to help me feel more confident as an individual. Um, even if I'm obviously not ready to do full YouTube stuff, that full YouTube thing has also has a few things to do with like my current location too. I can't seem to record like a podcast without someone <laughs> walking through the door. It's like, I don't know. I turn on the microphone and like 30 seconds later, someone's like, Oh, Hey, uh, I need this from you or whatever. <laughs> so anyway, whatever. And I need to cut my hair, which is so not relevant. And it's absolutely an excuse, but is also true because it's very long. Okay. <laughs> whatever. I think I mentioned last episode that I did start podcasting because I wanted to have my own true crime show, which I never ended up doing. We do have the Lady Dicks. Um, it's a show that's been on and off for the last like four or five years. I'd have to actually go look at the date we launched it. Um, but uh, which is also currently on hiatus if you're a listener to the Lady Dicks or if you want to listen to the Lady Dicks, we are coming back. We're just, we're going to come back in the new year because this guy, me, needed to, needed to rejig the, some things in, in her schedule because she's overwhelming herself with way too much. Um, so I wanted to start a true crime podcast and then there was a lot of true crime podcasts out there and I was like, also, I don't like to do like cases where I have the, I don't want to talk about people who are alive or their families are alive or whatever. Not, I mean, not because I want to be shitty about it or whatever. Like I don't want to be, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about victims and people like in a bad way. I just like, I just imagine that if something happened to like with some, one of my family members, I don't know if I'd like want to listen to a true crime podcast around it. So we do like really old stories, um, kind of like our cutoff is like the early 1900s, like maybe 1910. We have some from like the, like 1915 or whatever. And I think we had like one or two that are newer ones. And actually I think we've taken them down just cause I don't like them. Um, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> off on a tangent. I also really wanted to run like a killer YouTube and Instagram about like plus size fashion and stuff. Although I don't, like I'm not necessarily the most fashionable person. I love to talk about fashion. I love to look at clothes. I love to look at dresses and stuff like that. I don't wear dresses. They don't look right on me. They look weird. <laughs> I just there. I it's not something I'm comfortable with. I'm like a, a a jumpsuit kind of gal. But I do love to recommend dresses and I love to look at dresses. I love to try on dresses. I just never end up wearing them. Um, also, while we're talking about fashion, I do want to say that. Cause I feel weird not mentioning it, but I'm, I don't really know my, I know there's like controversy with Torrid going on right now. I really don't know much about it. I don't shop there. I find their clothes to be overpriced and honestly, I don't like them. Um, so if you have questions about that, I'm definitely not the right person to ask. Um, I did at one point, like really want a pair of boots from Torrid. They were like these really cool, like ankle boots. They were like Oxford style ankle boots and like a, I don't know, a brown, like a caramel or whatever. 
but the shipping to Canada was like ridiculous. I'm talking like $40. Um, so anyway, there are better brands to shop from if you're feeling very betrayed by Torrid. Um, I, they, they attacked a creator, I think is what, what, what the issue is. Um, like I said, not super familiar with it. Uh, probably not super surprised about it either. Cause I hear not great things about them, but there are better brands to shop for <laughs> from if you are looking for clothes and you want to avoid Torrid, um, which I think you should do just based on the price alone, but whatever. Um, there are better routes to shop from. I have some of them listed on Hello Tay. Um, I always am trying to add more, but if you're looking for something super specific, you're like, I really want like a, I don't know, pinafore dress or whatever. Um, send me an email. I might be able to tell you who has one or, or, um, or even who has sales on. I get emails all the time from plus size clothing brands. And I just, there's not enough time in the day for me to be able to put those emails out to everyone on the email list at this point in time um, and let people know about sales. But I do know about them. Um, and I, I'm working towards like telling everyone <laughs> when sales are going on and who has really great pricing. So if you're like looking for something specific, um, yeah, send me an email and I will tell you who, if I know who might have them anyway, so not related. Um, okay, whatever. Back to podcasting. The thing about podcasting is that it actually makes a lot of sense for me. I, for those of you that don't know, I have my undergraduate, I actually have um, my graduate degree as well, but I took my undergraduate degree in communication, took my graduate degree in communication too, but whatever, majoring in journalism. And one of the things that we studied in, obviously in this degree is radio, um, from a journalism perspective, like all good old fashioned, like really good old fashioned, like actual radio, like 101 point, whatever. I don't listen to radio. I never really have, but it still exists. I hear. Um, anyway, during my like second year, I think it was, we did radio like shows or whatever. We like mixed our own radio shows. And my professor was like, you should be a radio host. You have a good radio voice, which I was like, thanks girl. Uh, <laughs> never going to work in radio. Definitely not my thing. I guess I get it. If you are like, if you're very nostalgic for that kind of like radio stuff, I just, I don't really like the music they play. I don't like the choices that are out there and I kind of find radio hosts annoying, so. <laughs> but whatever, it, I guess it makes sense that I ended up here. Um, the thing is, I knew as a like journalist, if I was going to pursue a career as a journalist, I was never going to be a news anchor or like a weather reporter or like, I don't know, an entertainment reporter. I would never be an entertainment reporter. Um, but I'm laughing at these, like, obviously, I would never be a weather reporter because uh, I can't do science. And I'm not going to be an entertainment reporter because I don't like celebrity gossip. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'll like read some of it. Um, but one time a company, okay, this is when I was, this is so not a story I was planning on sharing this time, but that's okay. It's relevant. One time I, when I was like starting out my freelancing career, I, as a freelancer, I mean, I had a lot of experience in content marketing, but not in freelancing. And so I, there was this company, I don't even remember what they were called. They're like a big company. They own like a big celebrity gossip website or whatever. Entertainment website, we'll call it. And I think they do a lot of celebrity gossip. Don't remember who it was. Not super relevant and probably not going to call them out. 
because there's lots of places that do this. But basically, I wanted, I was like, I think I want to write about film. I love film. If I haven't told you this before, I watch like movies every day slash night, mostly at night. (laughs) Mostly I watch like a movie or half a movie before bed because I I like it and it makes me less anxious, (laughs) I guess. Um, So it's like, I would be a really good TV writer. I've seen probably thousands of movies. Maybe. I used to keep records of how many movies I'd seen, but I probably watched the equivalent of like 250 to 300 movies a year. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that. So yeah, I've probably seen like a thousand movies. (laughs) Are there a thousand? I'm just kidding. There's definitely a thousand movies. So not relevant. So I was like, I think entertainment would be really cool for me because then I could write about my favorite movies or whatever. Great. So found this job, applied for it. And they were like, awesome, cool. Yeah, we'll pay you crap to write entertainment. That that was, this is not the part. <laughs> That's surprising. Although if you're starting out freelancing, it does not pay great at the beginning. It doesn't necessarily pay great later, but it does if you find the right client, whatever. Okay, so <laughs> I get this this job, this this writing job where I'm supposed to write like, I don't know, I think it was like one article a week for... Um, this entertainment publication. And I was like, I'm really interested in like movies. And that's like the stuff that I sent in. And they're like, cool. Yeah, we definitely need movie writers. And then the first thing they assigned me was like an article. And I think it was called like, what happened to Alicia Cuthbert or whatever. Cuthbert, is that her name? Anyway, I was like, what? (laughs) This is not, um, this is like not movie report. I guess she's an actor. So maybe and so I started like looking into it because I was like, okay, well, we'll just give this what we'll just give it a try. And like, you know, 20 minutes into doing the research, I felt gross. I felt disgusting. I felt I was like, I am like digging into someone. Also, oh no, I think the article was like, why is why is Alicia Cuthbert irrelevant or something that it was like not a nice. And I was like, mm, no. So I never did file the article. <laughs> I don't even think I told the company that I wasn't interested. Oh, actually I did. I emailed the editor and I said, I'm not writing this. And that was like the end of the story. Anyway, so um was never going to be an entertainment reporter. I guess that didn't work out very well for me. Um, anyway, it's not that I couldn't be any of these things. It's just that I was never passionate about being like a news anchor or, you know, whatever. Um passionate enough to like deal with the the shit that comes with it there are plus size women in on uh, like in those positions in fact i remember a story like sometime this year about a, a news anchor no sorry she was a weather a weather reporter somewhere in the states and i think people were just making really horrible comments about her which is why i would have read the story but anyway I just never wanted to, I was never passionate enough to deal with that kind of stuff. So I knew I was never going to be in those positions, but podcasting is like an entirely different story because you don't really know what I look like. You can go on Instagram. There are pictures of me. Those are, they're actually me. Um, I don't know how many there are. Cause I think we deleted our feed. Let me look. There's probably like one picture of me, which is fine. It's actually me. Uh, promise you it is me. Um, 
Oh, look, there's like three. No, there's two. No, there's four. There are four pictures. All of them are me, except for there's like one picture that's a stock photo. Oh, it's not a stock photo. Sorry. It's a shout out to someone. I'm so good at Instagram. Anyway, (laughs) the thing is, you don't really know what I look like and you're not like watching me and whatever. And, um, I also podcasting on like YouTube doesn't have like open comments, which is like, look, the internet is full of a ton of amazing people that I would never in my wildest dreams have a chance to connect with without the internet. But it's also home to trolls and people who hide behind their computers and say mean things. And that's like their purpose for being on the internet. And I, the thing is, I don't really care what people say about me, but it's also really hard to read terrible things about yourself Like, I don't want to read. I know the thing is, I know that when someone says something to me that's hurtful and disgusting and rude and whatever, they hate themselves way more than they hate me. And they have a problem with themselves and they're taking it out on me. And it really has nothing to do with me. But I also don't want to read stuff like that either about myself. So places like YouTube and stuff are and Instagram are like full of people who just trash other people. And that's like their, that's their like entertainment. That's their like enjoyment of life. And so I was definitely not ready to start on any of those channels, but podcasting doesn't have that. You can't comment. I think you can comment on some of the podcast apps for the record. I don't go on podcast apps to like interact with listeners. If you send me an email, I will absolutely email you back. And if you send me like a a message on like, I don't know, Instagram or whatever, I will probably also message you back. It might take me a little bit longer because I don't get them as often. Um, but, uh, there's like, there's really no like interaction like that in a commenting basis in podcasting. And I'm not necessarily sure that there shouldn't be like, maybe there should be, but there isn't at this point in time. And so I don't feel like there's not an immediacy of me like posting something and then people coming back and being like, oh, you're fat and ugly and whatever, which people do say because they're just horrible people. Um, and so podcasting feels just like a little bit safer to me. And it's also audio is also an area that I'm a little bit more familiar with than video. And I feel like it takes less time. I don't really know. Anyway, so that said, it's not like I don't get mean people on the internet commenting. (laughs) And so I thought we'd go over like three different ways, the three like most recommended ways of dealing with shit people on the internet, mean people on the internet. The first is just to take a cyber break. This is not really an option for me because I work on the internet and I I mean, I guess I could just not check out social media and stuff like that, which I really don't. Um, so (laughs) I guess I kind of already take cyber breaks, but I mean, it's hard to, if people are, I don't know, it's sometimes it can be hard to avoid those comments. So, um, if you have the ability to take a cyber break and you think you need like a vacation from your internet slash phone, I would recommend doing that. It's probably a very good thing to do. I do it when I can. Um, so long as it's not, you know, affecting my work or whatever. Um, the second thing, and this is like kind of controversial, but you can remove the comments. Okay. Look, people are really weird about comments. 
removal, especially on like big websites, like news websites and stuff, because you like whatever freedom of the speech, freedom of the speech, freedom of speech and stuff like that, which I am fully on board with. Um, But I also, okay, look, I fully believe in freedom of speech. I think it's a fundamental right that we should all have. And if you don't have it, society's pretty dangerous. But having the right to say anything that you want to doesn't necessarily free you from the consequences of saying whatever that is that you wanted to say. So if you say something shitty, <laughs> there are going to be consequences or there there might be consequences and it's not guaranteed, but there might be consequences of you saying that and therefore, and you're not barred from not facing those consequences just because you have the right to freedom of speech, which I think is a very fundamental thing that people miss, especially people who are like some people who I think would consider themselves like activists for freedom of speech don't necessarily understand the, like they get the freedom of the speech part, but they don't necessarily get the freedom of consequences part, which I mean, if you read the U S constitution or if you read the Canadian charter of rights and freedoms, Canada doesn't have a constitution. We have a charter. Um, neither of those things say that you are free to say whatever you want and no consequences will be, will be had. And so um, the other thing that I think it's really important to note um, is that, so I know people are like, you're removing comments or whatever. It can be very controversial. I also don't think that if I have a platform like, you know, Hello Tay, like the website, someone doesn't have the inherent right to come to my platform, the platform that I built and use that platform to say mean things. That is something that I am like firm, (laughs) firm in my belief of. I don't like if people are coming to my website and they're saying really shitty things about people or groups of people. Obviously, the website deals with, you know, plus size fashion and plus size women and plus size people. And honestly, we were getting really bad comments there for a while. I can actually think about one in particular, which is what made me like decide to turn off comments for most of the posts. I think the comments might be off for all of them. And if they're not off, it's probably because it's on my to do list to do site-wide but there was this there was a there was a story that I wrote about um what was that Melissa McCarthy movie that came out I it was kind of cute I didn't love it Thunder Force maybe anyway it was Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer and I wrote like a blog post about it with the trailer and that kind of thing and this person who I think was a guy because I think his like username or whatever was Steve I guess he could be Stevie could be like a girl's or Stevie is, I don't know if Stevie's go by Steve, but whatever. I assumed it was a dude because he was being jerky, (laughs) just unfair of me. Um, anyway, this person kept, put a comment about like fat people in movies and how they didn't, we didn't need a fat superhero movie, blah, 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 blah in my thing. And I deleted the comment. I rejected the comment, which said person obviously got a notification of because they had signed up and then they came and commented again and was like, look, obviously you're limiting controversial opinions that don't agree with you, blah, 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 blah. Like you're censoring me, blah, blah. And I rejected the comment again. And then was like, dude, like stop, stop posting on my, my website. You like, it's not your, you can say whatever you want and I don't really care, but you just, you can't say whatever you want on my website because what happens is someone, you know, 
person X posts something really horrible on my website, I approve the comment. And then someone else is reading that comment and sees that comment about people like them or, you know, in this, like, obviously in this case, he's saying we don't need plus size women in a superhero movie. That's stupid. We don't need that. And then you are reading this article and you're like, oh yeah, I'm super excited about that. And then you hear this like derogatory and then you read this derogatory thing about plus size women and how they're fat and ugly and can't be superheroes, whatever. I don't need people that the website was not made for people who want to comment about bad things. It was made for people who <laughs> are plus size and are looking for fashion resources and want to know about movies that feature plus size characters and that kind of thing. It was not meant for the people making bad comments. So as a consequence of that, I shut down comments, which is, I also think my right. So I know that, like I said, removing comments and whatever that can, that is a controversial opinion. It's a controversial opinion that I'm like very steadfast about. If it's my platform and I want to remove a comment, I will. Or if I want to bar people from comments, I also will because I do it to protect my own mental health and the mental health of people who are coming to my platform, who the platform is built for to get resources. So I think that's really important to note. Um, you're welcome to give me, by the way, your opinion on that. If you have, if you have an opposite opinion, I'd love to hear it. I will not change mine, but <laughs> I'd love to hear yours. Um, but okay. So those are two ways to do with it. You, you either take, you take your cyber break, you remove comments or, or you shut you don't give people the avenue to to talk to you like that or like, you know, whatever, you block their email address, block their text messages, whatever. Or, and I'm going to say and, not or. This isn't like a third option. This is just something to keep in mind. I, someone had it when I was like looking up what other people say about this. Someone did have this as a third option. It's not a third option. It's just something to keep in mind. The best thing to do is to remember, like I said at the beginning, those comments in context. The people who take their time to go out of their way <laughs> to break you down or to say mean things about you or other people are people that have problems that they're not even able to identify. And like I said, they hate themselves more than they hate you. Their comment is not about you. It, it is directed towards you, but it's really not about you at the end of the day. And so remembering that for me is paramount in me being able to like get over stuff <laughs> and feel less shitty or feel shitty for a much smaller amount of time than um, that. They want their opinion out there. They have their opinion. They don't probably don't like themselves, whatever. Um, and the other thing is don't like, don't compromise yourself and get down to their level, even if you really badly want to. I look, I'm not always the nicest person, but I do try. And sometimes people say stuff and I just, I really want to be like, you suck <laughs> in a much meaner way. But I try my best not to say things that will intentionally hurt people, even if they've hurt me. Because it's kind of like a civil case. I'm not a lawyer and I don't know whatever, how great I am going to be explaining civil law. So if you're not familiar with civil law, this is just kind of like a, a, <laughs> a not accurate <laughs> overview of what happens. But basically in a civil law case, if you're like, let's say you're like charged with something like negligence, the kind of the standard for the standard for whether or not, you know, you're really 
um, you're really responsible for something is if a reasonable person could have foreseen something happening. And so I kind of use that same idea, like I said, super watered down version, not a lawyer, but I can use that same idea for commenting or saying things or whatever. If I know that a reasonable, like if I, as me, as a reasonable individual can kind of identify that someone will be hurt by this comment or, you know, um, that someone, it will hurt someone intentionally or unintentionally, then I just don't say it. Now, look, I'm not perfect. I do not, I don't sit there and like pencil out the like, you know, flow of where the communication might go and all that kind of stuff. So I I don't get it perfect all the time. And I think that's okay. I don't know what I don't know, but I know what I know. So if I know that someone if I know that there's a reasonable chance that my comment will be heard by someone who it will hurt, then I will try not to say it. Um, if it can be avoided in most cases it can. I think the big thing is to like keep in mind is like that golden rule that if like you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. That's my mom used to say that when I was a kid. Um, I don't agree with that statement as a blanket statement for the record. I think that there are times when, um, when stuff needs to be said. And especially if you're like, look, this, this I'm talking about, I'm talking about this context in, in, or this, this discussion is about people on the internet, people you don't know, trying to, you know, bring you down on Instagram, like they're whatever, they're posting your picture, they say you're ugly, whatever. This is how to deal with them. It's not how to deal with people in your everyday lives that are saying horrible things to you about you, whatever. That's a whole other ball game that we can get into on a different episode because I do think it's really important to know that you you have every right to defend yourself and you absolutely should if you feel you need to um but I just don't you know whatever don't waste your time on the internet the internet sucks anyway we all know that I do want to say though I do want to stop and say for a minute um this statement about generally being a nice person does not condone cancel culture by the way this isn't like a thing of me saying like yay people shouldn't be able to say bad things whatever my personal and professional opinion as someone with two degrees so roughly eight years of education in the field of communication is that cancel culture already has and will continue to have detrimental effects on the way we as a society interact and communicate it's silencing individuals, even ones that are total trash, total trash, is really, really dangerous because drawing that line, saying this person is cool and this per- like we can censor this person, but we can't censor this person is like super dangerous. But whatever. That's all I'm going to say on that. I just wanted to clarify me saying <laughs> me saying people should be nicer does not also mean that we should be canceling people who are not nice. Whatever. Look, they suck. We know that. Everyone knows that I don't listen to people that I think that suck, but I also don't sit there and say stuff about it because I just don't want to spend the time. Anyway, whatever. We're definitely off topic. What this episode is really about is that podcasting for me has and and will continue to be a way for me to slowly inch confidence towards what I think I want to do slash be. 
And I know that often I'll like come across as confident and in person I tend to kind of act like it, but so much of it is like a fake it till you make it situation, which I highly encourage if you're struggling, fake it till you make it. That is okay. You are allowed to do it with confidence because it usually does lead to being able to establish that confidence in my experience anyway. I look, I wanted to be a blogger when I was younger, like really wanted to be a blogger. And I started blogging years and years and years ago, but I never really did it. And what I mean by that is like, I would have like private blogs or like blogs on wordpress.com. If you're going to start a blog, don't do it on wordpress.com, but whatever, not the subject of this. But I, I had private blogs and no one ever saw them. And it was just me talking about whatever. I actually have access to some of them have been deleted, but I actually have like a uh, wordpress.com account that has like three or four different old blogs of mine on there. And I've went through the content. They are taken down. You can't see it, but I've been through the content and like, oh, wow, stuff. (laughs) They are, wow. Anyway, my point is I, I was, I wasn't ready to like share my thoughts with the world, but I did, I wanted that experience of doing it. And so I started talking about just like non- things, not things that where I wasn't like really risking anything being out there. No one was watching, no one could see. So I was experimenting. And then I found podcasting. And I started podcasting in an area that I loved, which is obviously ghosts and history, but wasn't necessarily like opinion based. I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was putting anything on the line whatever. It didn't really matter who I was to talk about that subject, um, which I think is really important because I think if you want to do something, starting with something irrelevant or n- maybe not not relevant, not irrelevant, but something not relevant to whatever it is that you're you're trying to build up to doing is a great way to um, start doing it. If you want to do a blog or if you want to read a podcast like you know like the fattest girl in the room that's going to talk about fat girl issues starting a knitting podcast as like a tester is totally cool to do (laughs) absolutely that's a great idea and i would highly recommend doing it um so i started that podcast and then i started blogging and i started blogging about things that were more personal to me that's like kind of when i started hello tay actually hello tay started out as a blog called the single girl's guide to real adulting which is a blog by the way that still exists we're actually in the process we being me are actually in the process of like rejigging that that platform because it does still exist i moved the blog but i and i moved some of the content but i didn't necessarily take down the old blog um which had more to do with the age of the URL than anything. It's like five or six years old. So, which is great for a URL. Um, But it started out as, as a blog about that. It was a blog about living by yourself and like moving out for the first time and then morphed into a plus size fashion blog. And then we stopped, moved the blog. (laughs) And now they're, they're two separate things, which is fine. Um, but I started blogging about things that were more personal to me. And then finally, I moved to the point where I am today where I'm doing this podcast, which is something that I've clearly struggled to maintain. And and part of that does have to do with putting, sorry, I dropped something, putting <laughs> my personal opinions out there where people can hear them 
probably because there, like, there is so much judgment in 2020 North American internet <laughs> culture in general. People just, people love to judge other people. Um, I really don't have controversial opinions for the most part. It's been pretty like whatever. Um, but putting any opinion out there is still like nerve wracking. Um, now I will say that doing something like podcasting gets less nerve wracking the more times you do it. I know it sounds wild, but anything that you do <laughs> tends to get a little bit easier every time that you do it. Um, so. I swear we're we're getting to a point. I would love, 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 love to shoot YouTube videos. And I swear that I am working towards maintaining an active Instagram and TikTok account. I don't, I'm so on the line about TikTok, but I do know how it how important it is to like brand growth. So I will <laughs> do it. Mm. Um, but those two things require more visual components and they're actually, you know, they, they require a little bit more work. For example, I'm sitting here recording this podcast in basically my pajamas. Actually, they're not my pajamas. I put on my pajama sweater because it was a little cold. <laughs> um, but I don't have, like my hair's not done, my makeup's not on, blah, 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 like all that kind of stuff. I don't have to do that recording a podcast. I can get up, I can sit down and I can plug in the mic and that is the end of that story versus something like a YouTube video or an Instagram or, or a TikTok video where I feel like I have to, you know, get all dressed up and, and look cute as shit, which I don't currently. Um, but it's a process. The whole thing is a process. Finding your voice in general is a process. If you are someone who has a story to share though, and for the record, we all have stories to share, but you're not ready to get your voice out there in a big way. You're not ready to do whatever that big thing is. Start small. You don't have to go all out on day one, um, but trying things and experimenting what like with content creation or or whatever it is that you want to do when no one is watching is great. It's a great way to do it because when they are, you will be ready. When people are watching, you'll have like a little bit more grip on what you're doing. Um, this is all to say, this podcast is all to say that podcasting in general has been a really good place for me to figure out who I am. And I find that as a creator, and everyone creates something, even if you don't find yourself to be particularly creative, everyone is creative about in somewhere, some aspect of their life, and everyone is passionate about something. And I find as a creator that it's super important for me to make things and build things, blogs, podcasts, whatever. Because every time that I do something, I, f I learn just like a little bit more about myself. And um, yeah, I'm a pretty cool person. That's all, that's where I'm going with that. <laughs> anyway, I would love to hear what you're passionate about. I would also really love to hear if there's something else you'd like to see from me. Um, for both of those things, you can send me an email at hi at hellotay.com, which is obviously in the show notes. And if you want to get inspired by some big women doing big things, uh, we obviously have some interviews coming up. 
I'm like crossing my fingers that I can finish editing one this weekend and we can have one up next week. Ah, that would be so cool. Hopefully. Um, but there are some amazing creators out there who I love to watch when I need a little pick me up and confidence boost and I don't have to edit interviews <laughs> for you to watch them. Although some of these people are people that are coming out in, in interviews. So the first person I would recommend is, um, is her on Instagram, her, uh, handle is at Caitlin Scott Boudoir. All of these, by the way, will be in the show notes and on the blog post that's associated with this. So you can just go there and, and click on the links. Uh, Caitlin is a photographer. Um, she does phenomenal photos of plus size people. I should add that they're boudoir photographer. <laughs> She's a boudoir photographer and focuses mostly on, on boudoir style photos. I also know that she previously has listened to this podcast because I've, we've chatted about it. So, um, We'll just give her a shout out because she's awesome. So if you do need to see like elegant, professional, classy, non-porn photos of naked fat women for some like body confidence, that is where you'll find it. She has an amazing Instagram that I love to look at. Um, Lexi Nemo, who is at Lexi Nemo. We actually have an interview with her coming up. Um, it's already recorded. I have to record the intro and exit and and edit it all together. Um, Lexi is a plus size actor. She and a model out of Nashville. She's absolutely gorgeous. And her and some of her friends have a, I don't know if you'd call it a society or a company. I really don't know what it legally is. And I'm so sorry if Lexi is ever listening to this and she hears this because I'm doing this off the top of my head. And I really don't know if I'm describing this correctly, but basically this, this thing that they've set up focuses on connecting brands with plus size models and influencers, et cetera. Um, and so they're doing some really cool stuff there. I cannot for the life of me remember what it's called. And I'm so, so, so sorry. But if you go to Lexi's profile at Lexi email, um, in the, um, Show notes. Oh my goodness. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, you should be able to find that kind of stuff. If you love Disney, another person we have coming on the podcast and another person whose Instagram account and, and all of her stuff, I recommend, absolutely recommend looking into is the girl with the double lip tattoo. That is Erin is her name. She is adorable, lovely, such a nice person. Um, and she has the most amazing Disney themed outfits. Um, she does like Disney bounding and, um, visits. I think she, she lives really close to Disney world. So she visits a lot and I'm so jealous of it. I've never even been to Disney world, have been to Disneyland. Do absolutely love it. Um, anyway, she is also gorgeous. She has amazing photos and I highly recommend taking up, um, checking her stuff out. Um, if you want another podcast, Jen Radke, she, I'm sorry if I pronounced her name. <laughs> incorrectly. She hosts the Fat Girl Book Club. It's a great podcast. Um, I talked with her I sometime last year, I think it was, um, maybe two years ago or a year and a half. I'm, I don't, whatever. I'll find the episode and I'll include it, but, um, about a book called Good in Bed by Jennifer Weiner. She is, Jen is funny and she's lovely and charming and she has a beautiful voice. Um, and we have an interview coming up with her. <laughs> And we're going to be talking about um, uh, Hallmark movies for Christmas, but <laughs> um, for the Christmas and holiday season. But um, yeah, I would recommend listening to her podcast. Um, for non-interview people, let's give some people that 
Um, oh, Loey Lane. She her handle is at Loey Bug. Um, she is like right up my ghostly alley. She has a ton um, of really great, like edgier photos and videos and stuff like that. And um, I like highly recommend you check her stuff out, especially if you have like a an edgier, um, slightly more like gothic um, vibe to, or or want to have that vibe. By the way, you can change your style at any time. Just want to say that. Um, if that's what you're going for, if that's what you're into, Loey is an amazing person to check out. And then um, Alexandra Rodriguez, I think is her name. I'm going to find out what her handle is because I, off the top of my head, I don't remember. But she has a gorgeous feed and she also has a ton of followers. So does Loey, by the way, um, which just goes to show that there are people who want content for from plus size um, creators. And so if you do want to be a creator and you need to see that other creators are out there doing stuff and, and they have audiences, um, Alexandra's page would also be a great place to go. Um, there are a ton of creators. Oh, the Curry Fashionista. Um, I will find out the website because I always type it into my browser wrong, but I think it's like curvyfastanisha.com or the curvyfashionista.com. I will find it and I will type it in, but it's like a, it's a blog. Um, and they, they do like, um, plus size news and plus size clothing and, and fashion and all this lovely stuff. It's a great resource for stuff. Um, great place to like stay up to date with what's happening in the plus size world. Um, and I visit that website often. I really like it. That's all I can think of off the top of my head. Um, yeah. Also, this game's super not related, but whatever. Let's just save some money here, kids. If you're in Canada and you're not like a Disney Plus member and you want to try it out, they I saw this is not sponsored by Disney. I do not have an affiliate link or anything like that. But I saw in my email this morning that they have a promotion for like one month of Disney Plus at $1.99. So, and... Um, Jungle Cruise just came out on Disney Plus, like I think today. So if you're like itching to see um, uh, Dwayne Dwayne Johnson is is his last name Johnson, I think it is, and um, Emily Blunt, Emily Blunt. Oh my goodness! In like a basically the Mummy movie, but in but released in 2020 and not with Brendan Fraser. Um, that is on Disney Plus today, so I'd highly recommend watching it. Um, so yeah, go go there, get the promotion for $1.99. I don't know how it works. I know nothing about it. I'm already a Disney Plus member, so I'm not eligible for it. Also, I think we pay a yearly fee instead of the monthly one because it's cheaper. So um, yeah, if you're in Canada. I don't know if that same deal is in the States. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, hashtag you're welcome for that little like money saving tip slash getting you to spend more money. I don't know, whatever. Not an affiliate, just really like Disney movies. Anyway, I will be back next week. We also have something new that is coming next week, which I'm not going to tell you about in case I need another week to finish it slash start it. Um, but it will come up sometime in the next like week or two. 
probably next week. Um, and I'm really very excited about it and it means more content. So yay. If you want to get a hold of me for any reason, you can email me at hi at hellotay.com. This podcast is hosted by yours truly. My name is Tay. Um, and it's edited by me and all of the stuff is currently done by me, which will probably change in the future. But right now that's how it works. I will see you next week and I'm super excited you stayed this long. Bye.